Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to the midweek episode of Motor Cop Chronicles. We're going to talk about some news stories and unfortunately I started it last month and said I was going to do it every month. It's the beginning of the month. Uh, We are going to do the end of watch for all the officers, deputies, law enforcement people that were lost their lives in the month of March. So, uh, like I said, I don't feel like enough people talk about them, and most of it, damn near all of it, don't hit the national media news at all. So, let's get it started. I did hear this one uh, thing, I'm going to play it on mental toughness, so listen up, and uh, then we'll start talking about the news. Mental toughness, the ability to cope with or handle pressure, stress, and adversity. The ability to persist when times are tough. A refusal to quit when all others give in. There's perhaps no better gift you can give yourself than to develop the strong, undefeatable mind. A strong mind brings with it a strong life. A life that can knock you down time after time because you know you are strong enough to get up every single time. That mental strength that will see you win in life more than you lose. That mental strength that your opponents fear more than anything because it is impossible to beat someone who never gives up. I decide my future because I decide what I do now. No other person can decide my fate. But I can. I can because I control my mind. My mental strength is like no other. And that is why I will succeed. Not because everything will fall in my lap, but because whatever comes my way, I will make the most of. Sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes I don't feel like it. 
Sometimes it all seems so far out of reach. Sometimes others doubt me. But always, I back myself. I always show my mental strength. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Use your strengths. Work on your weaknesses. Promise yourself you will be so strong that nothing will get in the way of your mental strength. Your greatest obstacle and your greatest strength stare back at you in the mirror every day. The quality of your life depends on which one you feed the most. Which one is stronger? Which one are you feeding? Only you can decide that. Only you can decide what your life is worth. I don't care whether you are taller, more brilliant, or smarter than me. Because I've got mental toughness that keeps me going when the going gets tough. The greatest battle of all time was not fought in Africa. The greatest battle of all time was not fought in America. Neither the greatest battle was the one fought during the First and the Second World War. The greatest battle ever is the battle of the mind. The mind decides everything. The mind decides your future because it is the mind that decides what you do now. The world can imprison you. Others will try to do everything to kill you and your dream. One thing, they cannot imprison the power of your mind. Don't give up. Don't give in. Be transformed by renewing your mind. When you change your mind, you can change the world. I decide my future because I decide what I do now. Integrity, courage, accountability. Yes, sir. All right, hope y'all enjoyed that. I, I had listened to it and liked it, so I figured I'd play it. So let's get on to this first news story. Pretty little fella right there, isn't it? This news story comes out of Denham Springs from WBRZ News. It's happened on the 29th. Uh, a suspect, suspected bank robber was caught in East Baton Rouge within hours of a robbery in another parish. Police said the Pelican State Credit Union in Denham Springs was targeted Monday. Monday morning, and the staff set off the silent panic alarm, which called police to the scene. Investigators said a man identified as Sean DeBourbon, that is him if you're watching the video, entered the building with a gun and demanded the bank tellers give him money. He fled the business before officers arrived, but was captured by BRPD a short while later. BRPD believes that the bourbon also carried out a robbery at a bank on South Sherwood Boulevard earlier in the month. He was booked in East, Parish, East Baton Rouge Parish Jail and will be turned over to authorities in Lincoln Parish to face additional charges over there. I don't know how stupid you got to be to rob or attempt to rob a fucking bank. I don't know if he got any money or anything like that. The news story didn't say. 
from the picture of him. Uh, looks like he's on some dope or something. But uh, two bank robberies. Yeah. Mr. DeBourbon right there is uh, probably going to go to prison for a long time. I think uh, if I'm correct, I think armed robbery in Louisiana can carry up to 99 years. And uh, I think bank robbery is a, might be some federal charges involved. Like I said, I don't know if he got any money or not out of it. But good job, guys. Y'all caught that dirtbag piece of shit motherfucker. And he went to jail where the bad guys deserve to go. Anyway, that's him right there. Mr. Ugly Man went to jail. Let's get on to story number two. Let me get it pulled up for y'all. This fella here. Another nice looking fella right there. He is a Louisiana man who was arrested on charges of possession of marijuana with a child present. This is out of New Iberia Parish. Iberia Parish Sheriff's deputies arrested a man during a traffic stop after finding a large amount of marijuana in his car with an eight-year-old child present. You'd be surprised how many people have pulled over and you can smell the weed in the car actually stopped this girl one time and she had her child in her car seat and she gave it up to me but she I mean she didn't have any felony amount or nothing she had personal amount usage but you think these people would think a little bit better than having the illegal substance in the car with you with your child and especially just the fucking smell of it alone I'm sure there are people out there that like to smell of weed. Me personally, I do not. I think it fucking stinks. Probably why they call it skunk weed. So, but he he was in a car with his eight-year-old child. Uh, His name is Dylan Fritz, 21 years old. He was charged with possession of a Schedule One narcotic, possession with the intent to distribute. Possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of a firearm with a controlled control dangerous substance, and con- possession of control, control dangerous substance in the presence of a juvenile. Sheriff's deputy pulled Fritz over in a traffic stop around 11 p.m. Saturday night, March 27, found 33.09 grams of marijuana, a marijuana grinder, a breaded 9mm pistol. I had a breaded 9 we used to carry. I actually was one of my. Uh, favorite duty weapons I ever carried. It's heavy as a motherfucker, but I always liked the way it shot. A woman and the eight-year-old eight year child were also in the car at the time. Fritz claimed ownerships of the item. At least he was a big enough fucking man to own up to it because I've been on stuff like that before and everybody's like, oh, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it's for. Then you end up bringing everybody to fucking jail. Had to call CPS for the co- ch- child and everything else. So at least dipshit right here, Mr. Dillon, was uh, man enough to take possession and ownership of it. But I'm sure the woman that he was with was probably token on it, too. He was booked in the Iberia Parish Correction Center, and his bail was set at $12,000. Children are our greatest gift, and adults need to be more conscious 
of what children witnessed, said Sheriff Tommy Romero. I I urged adults and parents to be positive examples in their child's lives. The arrest of a parent or family member is detrimental to the health and well-being of a child. I will not tolerate this irresponsible behavior. Well, good for him. Like I said, it, it, it's marijuana. I mean, me personally, I mean, it's not a hard drug. But he had enough in his possession to be considered a distribution where he could possibly sell it. I'm pretty sure, 100% sure he knew that shit was in there with that child. Now, this poor child had to witness, most likely, I'm assuming that this is his child. I don't know what the story don't say. But this child still had to witness him being arrested and handcuffed and brought to jail. And that kid will probably remember that for probably the rest of his life. He's old enough to remember shit like that. Come on, dude. I mean, that's just fucking stupid. Leave your weed at the goddamn house if it's personal use. Fuck. I mean, stop being a dumbass. So anyway, that's Mr. Dylan Fritz. If you're watching the video, dirtbag number two for the day, going to jail for weed like a dumbass. Number three, this fine fella right here. With the, uh, if you're on the live video or watch or come watch it, you'll see him. He's so fancy. He's got, he don't have a teardrop tattoo under his fucking eye, but he has a heart tattoo under his eye. This piece of shit right here. Uh, the headline read, Grinder and the alleged almost Dahmer in Louisiana. This guy was, Possibly could have been uh, on his way to being a serial killer or something like that. So, good thing they got him off the street. If anybody don't know what Grinder is, I, that is the uh, I think that's the gay dating app for uh, for homosexual people. Uh, I guess it's the Tinder of the gay community. I'm assuming. I don't know. Never been on it. Don't plan on getting on Grinder. Anyway, let's go on to the story. The feds just nabbed an alleged serial killer in the making. He just wanted to have some fun. <clears throat> this fine subject right here was only 18 years old, uh, Mr. Holden White. He went out on that muggy June night with a cute guy he met about a month ago on the Gays Men Dating app grinder. He hoped this guy would be worth his time, that he wouldn't be going out with another pig. Well, just need to pick your guys. But I don't know. You got that fucking sweet ass heart tattoo under your eye. Holden was about done with Grinder as his hopes of having fun with a good guy slowly withered. Most that he met were just scumbags. I I could just go all kind of ways. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna end up getting fucking canceled myself. <laughs> I could say all kind of shit. The house he was headed to that night was thankfully empty as his date's dad was working on an offshore oil rig. He just wanted to have some fun. I don't know who wrote this fucking story, but they act like they wrote some kind of love novel or some shit. Maybe he should score some booze. Maybe he could score some booze tonight. He wasn't a heavy drinker, mind you, 
but he did enjoy a beer from time to time. Getting some from the parties in Lafayette would give him a total street cred and let people know that. Beers gives you street cred? Okay. He just wanted to have some fun. Before he heads to his next chapter, leaving these glory days in the rearview mirror. There's a whole bunch of stuff in his rearview mirror, pun intended. <laughs> Holden White had no idea of the bear trap he just stuck his foot in. An allegedly, an allegedly wannabe serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer Acolyte, was just beginning his campaign of terror against gay men in South Louisiana. Well, maybe uh, the guy I named earlier isn't this guy. Luckily, the FBI was hot on his trail. Holden White was, uh, Holden White, excuse me, let me uh, retract that. That is not Holden White. Uh, we'll get to the dirtbag's name in a minute. Holden White was beaten so badly that he suffered from strangulation that popped nearly nearly every blood vessel in his face. Six stab wounds to his neck, blunt force trauma to his head, and cut so deep to his wrist that his hands were nearly sawed off. He was not the only alleged victim of night of nineteen year old Chance uh his last name C S E N E C A. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but that's how you spell it. I'm not good with these last names, as y'all know. He had also allegedly and successfully kidnapped two other gay or bisexual men. There were six counts in the indictment, according to the FBI and the Attorney General's Office of the Western District of Louisiana. Attempted murder, committing a hate crime, kidnapping, firearms, violation, and obstruction of justice because he tried to cover his alleged crimes by deleting electronic communications about them. I mean... Everybody that does this is going to try to delete the shit, right? I mean, who the fuck just want to keep the shit on your phone or whatever? He faces a potential potential life sentence. White arrived at Dirtbag's dad's house and was strangled into unconsciousness before being dumped in the bathtub. It is not clear whether he willingly put the handcuffs on, but they ended up on his wrist. We are not sure what happened from there, but he woke with a profound pain in his wrist. They had been sliced to the bone, and White had been stabbed six times in the neck. Surprised this motherfucker didn't die. He's a, a lucky motherfucker right there. Somebody's definitely looking out for him. His hands were intended as a trophy, but Dirtbag could not could go no farther when he when he got to the bone. Well, he should have got a better fucking saw or a hatchet or something. Imagine the pain you had to be in looking down your hands are damn near amputated what is most remarkable in the federal grand jury's allegation against chance is his alleged overarching plan to dismember and keep parts of the men he was going to kidnap the attorney general's office did release a press release saying that chance was planning to keep parts of the men as food and mementos as serial killers are prone to do he did. He did have a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer on as his Facebook avatar. Well, that's a fucking uh, person you really want to look up to, and he wants to eat people and shit. That's just, that's just nasty. You gotta be a sick motherfucker. 
there's a lot that could be said of Mr. Chance. He indeed, if indeed he did entertain genuine fantasy of anthropophagy, the consumption of human flesh, it would be pure speculation even if he was found guilty on the, these other counts after trial because it would be far more likely he just entertained them and broadcast them to investigators for shock value, not because of genuine psychology, Psycho, being a psychopath. The author cannot say one way or another about chance and the alleged cannibalistic drives. It seems from what we know so far that the allegations and complaint are true. The allegations and the complaint against Chance are true. His crimes would be considered hate crimes based on sexual orientation. That is hate of the other that drove him. The explicit bigotry is not something you see in real cannibals. There is definitely a level of self-hatred arguably present in real cannibals. So I guess he's not a real cannibal. He just thought about being a cannibal. And I guess the hate crime was because of his uh, targeting of gay men. So anyway, he got arrested. And with with about it, he's probably going to uh, end up in a mental hospital somewhere. Hopefully for the rest of his life and they don't let him out. I don't believe he's been to trial yet. Story goes on about you know more into the psychology of it and stuff like that, but there he is, which are 19 years old too, and just fucked up in the head. Of course, he does have a heart tattoo right there by his eye. That takes a lot of intelligence, right there, also, don't it? Alrighty, that's that one. He's really interesting, ain't he? I'm gonna take a little plug intro for another podcast. That's really funny. You'll listen up. Ugh, hold up, stop! What is that shit? Yes, that's better. Perfectly dysfunctional, one messed up, crazy family. Having conversations about who knows what. Y'all need to go check out Perfectly Dysfunctional Podcast. They do do live shows every Saturday night around 8.30 or so, 8.30 or 9. You never know what they're going to say or what they tell. They talk about just stupid news stories and shit that's going on in their life or what else and they always eat these damn bean boozled beans at the end of each one of their shows and uh, see who gets a good one and bad one they'll uh, do some little games and stuff like that they're always interesting and uh, go check them out you might like them you might not some people do some people don't I think they're quite funny well, like I said, I like to plug them out, give somebody uh, a little recognition that I listen to them. So go check them out also. Let's get on to uh, this next story.
Man faces charges after two shot, one dead during a fight in Plaquemine. I don't understand people anymore. Everybody's shooting each other and up and stuff like that. Anyway, this happened in Plaquemine, Louisiana. Uh, a man is facing charges of murder and attempted murder after two people were shot during a fight in Plaquemine on Saturday, the 27th. Police Chief Kenny Payne said Jacoby Thomas, 22, died at the hospital after being taken off of life support Sunday. Uh, Jacoby over there have his name under. Poor fella is dead because people want to shoot each other nowadays. Because that's what we do. We don't fight. We just shoot the fuck out of each other. I don't understand why people just don't fist fight anymore. I remember getting fist fights with people and we just, you know, win or lose, you go fucking eat lunch with them afterwards. It was done. Not anymore. The other victim has been released from the hospital. Malachi Bosley, or Bosley, however he says it, was arrested and charged with one count of second-degree murder and one count of attempted second-degree murder. Um, he gets convicted of uh, that, the second-degree murder. That's a mandatory life sentence. No ifs, ands, buts about it. According to Chief Payne, it happened on Harmison Street around 2 p.m. Saturday when the two victims were fighting and Bosley jumped in to help his cousin, who was apparently losing. All right, well, your fucking cousin's losing the fight. Let him lose the fight. Payne added, Bosley started pistol-whipping Thomas, but hit him with the barrel of the gun instead of the butt. And guess what? Had his finger on the trigger. Payne said Thomas was shot in the head and the bullet then hit the second victim in the back. So the bullet went through this one poor fella's head and into the other person's back. So it just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. You're going to pistol with a motherfucker with the barrel? Don't he know you're supposed to use the butt as a gun? And don't be having your finger on the trigger unless you plan on shooting somebody. So anyway, Mr. Uh, Bosley right there, it's a good chance he may spend the rest of his life in prison because he didn't want his cousin's ass to get beat. And he wants to jump in and two of them beat up on one guy and now two people are shot. One's dead and fucking they both look young probably in their early 20s and one now his family's gonna be without their son possibly children without their father and same with the other one he's not dead but he's probably gonna spend most of his adult life if not all of it at Angola over a stupid ass fight is that the dumbest shit yes it is people just can't fight no more just get in a fight and go about your business. All right. Well, we're going to coming up on the part that I don't like doing, but like I said, I, I think it needs to be done. So we'll start out at the end of watch uh, for the, all the officers, deputies, uh, law enforcement people that have lost their lives in the month of March. 
Uh, the number is less than it was last month. Last month, uh, it was higher. This month, there was 14 law enforcement people that did lose their life, which uh, that's 14 too many. So, I don't think there's many, many died of COVID this time than last time. So, let's start it out. If you're watching live, uh, you'll see. I'm putting up their pictures and everything. So. All right. We got uh, Officer Jesse Madsen of Tampa Police Department, Florida. He's in the watch was Tuesday, March the 9th, 2021. Uh, cause of death was uh, vehicular assault. So someone must have ran over him. Uh, we have Sergeant Barry Edwin Henderson of Polk County Sheriff's Office, Georgia. And the watch was Tuesday, March 9th. He died of uh, COVID. Police officer Gary Hibbs, Chicago Heights Police Department, Illinois. And the watch Friday, March 12th. Uh, he died uh, from assault. Someone attacked him and killed him. We have Border Patrol agent Alexandro Flores. Uh, I'm going to slaughter his poor last name. Uh, not going to try it. He was the United States Department of Homeland Security Customs and Border Protection agent. His end of watch was Monday, March 15th. He was struck and killed by a vehicle. Someone ran him over or he got hit on a traffic stop or something. We have Correctional Officer Robert McFarland from the Iowa Department of Corrections. His uh, end of watch was Tuesday, March 23rd. Uh, cause of his death was an assault. I think I read about the story on him. I think he was, a, he was attacked by some inmates. We have Senior Master Trooper Todd A. Hankin, Illinois State Police. End of watch Thursday, March 25th. Uh, he was in an automobile accident crash. Too many of us lose our lives due to automobile car crashes. Police officer Kevin Valencia from the Orlando Police Department, Florida, into watch Monday, March 15th, 2021. Uh, cause of death was gunfire. He was shot. We have police officer Eric Talley, Boulder Police Department, Colorado. And to watch Monday, March 22nd, 2021, cause of death, gunfire. He was shot also. We have Corporal Kyle Jeffrey Davis, Washington County Sheriff's Office, Oklahoma. And to watch March, I mean, March 25th, uh, Thursday, he died from assault. I assaulted him. We have Trooper Joseph Gallagher, New York State Police Department, New York. Uh, and the watch was Friday, March 26, 2021. He was struck and killed by a vehicle. We have Correctional Officer 3, Tracy Adams. She worked for the Texas Department. Uh, Criminal Justice Corrections Institute Division of Texas. End of watch was Saturday, 
March 6th, uh, 2021. She died of COVID. Officer Crispin San Juan San Jose, United States Department of Homeland Security, is a Border Patrol agent. End of watch was Tuesday, March 9th. He died of COVID. And we have Captain Justin Williams Bedwell, Decatur County Sheriff's Office, Georgia. Uh, Monday, March 1st, he was shot to death, gunfire. And police officer two, Jose Enorza. Uh, Sorry, like some bad last name. Los Angeles Police Department, California. His end of watch was March 3rd, 2021. He was also struck and killed by a vehicle. So, there was less. Uh, fewer of us were killed uh, this time, this month. It's never good. I'd like to have a month where we didn't have any. That would that'd be a dream. I don't know if that'll ever happen. But it would be nice. So anyway. Say some prayers for them if you're religious. Keep them in your mind. Uh, people gave up their life protecting others and doing a job I'm sure every one of them loved. So Like I said, uh, not my favorite part of doing this now, but I'm like I said, I'm going to do it beginning of every month now. Anyway, I don't know if I'm going to have a guest this weekend or not, or if I'm going to go solo. I'm not sure yet. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, hope y'all join me, come listen or listen. Like I said, y'all can if you want to get in touch with me, email me at motorcopchronicles at gmail dot com. Um, hit me up on Facebook. Hell, send me a, a message on Facebook Messenger. Uh, I'll definitely answer you back. I will email you back. I'll email you back quicker than the Facebook thing. As I always say, if, you, uh, if you're in law enforcement and you want me to tell your story, you want to come on and tell your story, uh, if you know someone that may be interested, let them know. Hey, like and share. Um, you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, listening. Uh, give me a review, good or bad. If it's bad, let me know why. If it's good, if you like me, let me know why. Uh, let's move up on the algorithm. And uh, like I said, I hope everybody's having a good week. It's it's hump day. So, well, I only got really got one more day left to work this week, so I'm off Friday. You know, I talked about going out and working some overtime, writing some tickets. We will see. Tickets always bring stories a lot of the time anyway. Anyway, I appreciate everybody listening, uh, especially my overseas people. Uh, they, I took over doing the uh, publishing on it now. Bam's busy. She's making cups and everything. And I looked at and I, I do have some people that listen overseas, and I appreciate y'all. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, all these people like that. Hey, I'd love to have an Australian to talk to an Australian cop or, or something like that. That that would be extremely interesting. See how law enforcement is over there, down under. 
my mom always wanted to go to Australia. <laughs> Never got there because she was scared of flying, but she always talked about it. So I'm not going to ramble on. All right, until this weekend, uh, everybody be safe. Watch you back. Keep your head on a swivel. Always remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are.